0: video tonight we're going to be talking about situational awareness what is it and how do I get some more of it this is a question I get quite a bit when I travel all over the nation I get questions about situational awareness how can I improve situational awareness and if you follow any of the news cycles out there that hasn't been COVID news uh, whenever there's active shooters or active killer events around the nation you know situational awareness is one of those things that sometimes people struggle with and they stay in those events way too long Uh, beyond what they should and a lot of it has to do with their lowered situational awareness and where they are at any given time so I'm glad you're joining us tonight if you're joining us tonight for the first time what I'd like you to do is like the protectors toolkit page and follow us so you can get more updates and get more videos like this there are more videos down below don't watch those now watch this one right now and also I want you to share this video to somebody you care about somebody that's a church protector just like you listen the Lord is a warrior the Lord is his name that's why I call you warriors you are it says that in Exodus, right early on in the Bible, it tells us all about everything we didn't know about being warriors. We are warriors because we were created in his image. So thank you for being a warrior. Thank you for coming on tonight. Thank you for being here at Protector's Toolkit. So let's get into situational awareness and what it is. Situation awareness, is just uh, let's just redefine it. It's being aware of every situation that you're in. It's very easy to do it that way when I'm on this side of the camera and you're just listening to me it's being aware of your surroundings what's going on around you you know all too often nowadays what we see is people are right here this is their whole world this is the only thing that exists everything out here doesn't really exist to them until there's a crisis and by then it's probably too late so let's talk about situational awareness and some of the things that we can do to improve our situational awareness One of the things that we can do in our business, our day-to-day life, everything that we do, we come into contact with, we can improve our situational awareness by simply having training. If you're in a business, a church, uh, or you're in a hospital, something like that, you can get training. For active killer or active shooter events, you can get training in situational awareness. The important thing to take away from this, though, is the training, if it's just death by PowerPoint, really isn't going to impact you. You're really not going to get that good impact that you need. You're not going to have the uptake of the learning in that situation. One of the things I learned when I was working with Stratagos is the body can't go where the brain has never been. And that's very true. That's a physiological response that happens in our body. That happens in the autonomic nervous system. So when you have training and people that come out and train you, if they don't impact that nervous system for you, the autonomic and the sympathetic nervous systems for you, the likelihood of you uptake or keeping that training and having it readily available for you in a crisis situation is very, very minimal, very, very low. The biggest risk you have in a training like that when it's only PowerPoint is the risk of falling asleep. So we want to impact the autonomic nervous system. We have training. What we do is we get butts out of seats and we go real world, hands-on, practical application of what we're learning. And we do it with some stress and we do it with duress. And when we do that, it releases uh, noradrenaline into our body and that impacts our hippocampus and it really makes us uptake that information. So then we can recall it easily in a crisis situation and that's what we really want to do for all these type of events that's one way we can improve our situational awareness especially at our place of business or our work we improve it by having an impact in our autonomic nervous system and taking that information in under stress and duress so we can recall it easily quickly fast as possible when there is a crisis one of the other ways that we can do uh, we have to understand when we have situational awareness a lot of people deny that things are going on denial is the big d when you're talking about situational awareness and i don't mean dallas denial is the big d in situational awareness and we delay because of denial denial is not a, a river in egypt it is that we are denying something is happening and there's two physiological or psychological things that are going in our bodies right then at that point that help us uh, help us with that just, let me adjust my light here it's flashing for some reason When we have denial, we have delay. It's because of uh, two different processes. One is normalcy bias. Normalcy bias is, uh, everybody has it. We're born with it. It's something we all have and we can kind of train it out of our bodies just a little bit. But normalcy bias is, um, things are going okay. Let's say you're invited to the White House to a fancy black tie affair. You get there, it's the first time you've ever been in a situation like this. You sit down and you start to eat And you don't know what to do. You're in a normalcy bias. You only know what you know at that point in your life. You don't know which cups are are the ones you're supposed to use. You don't know which forks you're supposed to use. And this leads me to another process that we have going on at the same time, social proofing in this same black-tie affair dinner when you sit down and you've never been in this new this novel or this ambiguous situation before in your whole life don't have any experience nothing to draw from up here you've never been impacted by it before then you're going to do what's called social proofing to prevent embarrassment what you're going to do is look around the room if it's me sitting there I'm looking around to figure out I got 18 forks knives and spoons I got glasses all over here my napkin looks like a swan I'm gonna need to know which fork I pick up to scratch my head with. I do social proofing, we all do social proofing. It prevents embarrassment. It doesn't let us get out of our norm quickly. So we stay in denial and we delay way too long. Look at the World Trade Center as an example. When planes flew into a building, you had report after report after report of people just going about their day in a normal way, shutting down their computer when they were told to evacuate. There's one report of a lady who's going down the stairs, and because of her normalcy bias in her brain, she's saying to herself, I don't know why this plane flew under our building. He must have been racing another plane, because then the other plane hits, and that's what she says. Why were they racing? Why were these two planes racing? And there's nothing that comes into our mind that says, hey. Someone is attacking us by flying planes into a building because we have never experienced that before. So normalcy bias and social proofing lead to denial, the big D, and delay, which gets us killed, gets people killed. So we've got to get out of that. We have to understand that normalcy bias exists, and we've got to plan for that, to plan it out of our day. We don't delay. It's the same thing in active shooter situations. When you take in, When we take in witness statements in law enforcement, we see time and time and time again where people say that was fireworks in the hallway. Well, that's not absolutely true. I would say even if you worked at a fireworks factory and you heard fireworks in the hallway, that's probably a bad thing. We work in environments where it's profession- their professional work environments. We should not be hearing fireworks. But what happens is our brains are lazy. Some, bra- some brains are lazier than others. Not you folks, but people that I know, their brains are lazier than others. But our brains are lazy. From the moment the brain wakes up to the moment it goes to bed at night, it wants to do one thing and one thing only, that's conserve calories. So it will compartmentalize and put things in nice, neat little packages for us. It tells us that's fireworks in the hallway because we've experienced fireworks before. We've used a lot of our senses to know what fireworks are before, auditory senses. We've smelled fireworks before. We've seen fireworks. We maybe played with fireworks. Heck, your uncle may be missing a finger because of fireworks. We know fireworks in our brain. Our brain doesn't know someone's in the hallway killing people we love and care about in our workplace. That's why our brains are lazy and that's why we have normalcy bias and that's why we have delay and we have denial. So that's just one right there. We also have a real spidey sense about us. Now, the more you've done tactical things and the more you've been exposed to situations and crises, the bigger your spidey sense will be. Now, that doesn't mean you don't have spidey sense just because you're not a tactical uh, ranger seal sniper. It just means that you have to build on it, build on crisis, build on things in your day. You have to practice for this type of thing. Here's what happens in our body. We have another process in our body. It's It's our eyes and what our eyes take in are grossly filtered this sky we get outside the sky is green the grass is uh, the sky is blue the grass is green that's great but there's a hundred different or thousand different shades of green in that green grass I simply just tell us it's green because it takes in big chunks of information. It doesn't process every little minute detail and shade. If your eyes did that in your day, you would have to shut down early on all the information that your eyes actually take in. Your eyes are really good about taking in things uh, in large chunks and groups to save your brain. Remember, your brain is lazy. It needs to be saved like that. What the eyes also do, it recognizes things that are out of pattern. So if you're going along in your day and your pattern is A B A B A B and then there's a Z in there, your brain recognizes that early on. Whatever it is, your brain does recognize it, and it sends a physiological sen- uh, signal to your body to say, "Whoa, there's a diff- there's an interruption in our pattern right there. Please go back and figure that out. We need to fill in the gap. We need to figure what that out or out what that is. It's it's no different than uh, the in, uh, animals in nature that's why they pay attention if you're a, if you're out there and you're a lemur all the lemurs eat except for one and the one is just paying attention the first time he sees something that looks like danger he alerts everybody they all stand up and they're gone it's the same thing for us we have to understand when we see danger when that pattern is interrupted that gut instinct that spidey sense Not Peter Parker, but true spidey sense within you to say, hey, something is wrong, something's going on, this doesn't feel right. If you've been in those situations before, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The spidey sense goes off and it says, hey, pay attention, stop doing what you're doing right now, something's going on, something is about to happen. We have to really give good credence to that. We have to really pay attention to that and then stop what we're doing and focus on that. And try to figure out what the interruption was in the pattern. It may preserve our life to understand that there's spidey sense. For you people that are in the church safety and security world, if you're a protector and you're an armed protector, but you have ushers and greeters on your team, that would be a good thing to let them know that that actually exists. It, the spidey sense is real. It is a real gut instinct thing and if they see something then they should do what? They should say something. And more importantly than that, to see something, say something, they should do something. Make sure you expose that to them and allow them to have that latitude or that ability to get up on the radio or call you or get in touch with you and say, hey, I saw something and now we need to do something. And don't delay and deny it. Expose that to them. Help them out in there. If you're just joining us tonight, so I'm so welcome. I'm so thankful that you're here. We're going over situational awareness and some things we can do to improve it or get better at it so how do we get better at situational awareness it's not a magic pill that we can take it's not a class there are classes you can take but it really doesn't improve your situational awareness unless you want it to there's some things that you can do number one you can practice if this then that thinking if this happens then I'm going to do that again like I said early on the brain can't the body can't go where the brain has never been we put ourselves in if this situations happens then I'm going to do that we're scripting in our head we're practicing we're rehearsing in our head what we're going to do now parents I'll give you a little tip this is an easy one to practice with your kids and get them uh, in into a good situational awareness early on in their life whenever you go out in a public place pay attention to your surroundings then stop your child and say hey uh, how many people were wearing this color shirt that you just saw what is the color of the car behind us and as you do that more and more, they'll start paying attention. Maybe they'll actually get their head out of here and their head up here and looking around and they'll, they'll have their own situational awareness that you're helping them build into themselves. And guess what? It may help you later on in life that they have good situational awareness. Fellas, when you're driving, how often do you have to hit the brakes uh, under duress because your wife yells out car, car, car or something in front of you you didn't see. She's got good situational awareness. Don't get on to her about that. Praise her and give her a hug for that. So in that we do if this then that thinking. Whenever we go into a public space we think about if this were to happen, if a gunman were to come in, if a car crashed into this building, things that you know could potentially happen while you're there, then I'm going to do that. And We're scripting, we're practicing, we're rehearsing in our brain to be able to perform if we need to if the crisis never comes. What's the worst that happens? You don't have to use that information? Great but if you need it it's there for instant recall it's good for you to have that information the other thing we can do we don't do this enough of in our in wherever we go in our life whether you're going to Walmart or your local grocery store uh, which hopefully soon we'll be able to do that again uh, first thing you need to do is pull off to the side in, a not, in an inconspicuous spot when you get into the location you're going to and take a deep breath Look, and oxygen is free take in as much as possible pause and what you need to do at that point is develop a baseline for that location that you're in. Develop that good baseline. What are the sights? What are the sounds that you're hearing? Maybe even what are the smells that you're smelling at that point? You develop that good baseline so then as you're doing your shopping, as you're going through that public space, you know what a baseline is. You know what the normal sounds are, the normal sights are, the normal smells are. So if those are interrupted, you can get into action quickly, you can stop denying something's going on, you can stop delaying your reaction or action to it. Establish a good baseline, pull off to the spot where they park the carts, pull off to the side where you're not intruding the flow of traffic, establish a good baseline, know what the sights are, what the sounds are, what the smells are, Taking it all with all your senses, establish your baseline, and then react quickly if the, if, if the baseline is interrupted. That's one of the easiest things you can do to improve your situational awareness. The other thing we need to understand is we can program in some situational awareness to us and let me just put this in a perspective that maybe you understand. If you've ever wanted to buy something that was expensive and you've done your research, let's say it's a car, if you've ever, if you've recently bought a new car, you did all your research, you looked at all the models they had, all the different features that came with it, all the different colors, And you looked at this thing over and over on web page after web page after web page what happened to you very soon after that when you were driving around right you started seeing that make and model and that color that you liked everywhere you definitely saw the make and model maybe not the color but you saw that car that make that model everywhere you went for a little while it seemed like everybody had bought one why because you programmed your brain to look for that you told your brain what to look for and it's no different when situational awareness we can do if this then that planning and we can program our brain it's called the reticular activating system if you want to look that up the ras reticular activating system what we're taking in through our eyes and programming into our brain is the thing we're going to see a lot of all right it's no it's 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 just like buying that car and you see it all over the place anything expensive you bought or put a lot of time and research in you start seeing it more and more it's because the eye easily recognizes it because you told your brain it was something important that's the reticular activating system that is a great way to train your brain for situational awareness we also have to understand one other process and this process can save us and save lives it's the OODA loop now I can do a whole video on the OODA loop just by itself it stands for observe Orient, decide and act. Now I didn't come up with it as much as I'd like to claim with claim that Colonel John Boyd an Air Force pilot did. Air Force finally did something right. Just joking. But here's the thing. Observe, orient, decide and act. Colonel John Boyd realized the faster he could cycle through all of these in the OODA loop and making it a loop, the more he was able to overcome his enemy. And it's no different as being a church protector that OODA loop will help you if you want to look at the white settlement shooting as a great example. They did observe this person. I'm not gonna Monday morning quarterback this thing. I think everybody has picked this thing to death and you know where the pitfalls are are already, but they observed this person already prior to him coming into the sanctuary. They should have oriented themselves a little bit better. They should have had a better decision and they should have had better action. Observe, orient, decide, and act, and it's a constant loop. The further ahead you can get, that in your enemy on that, the better off you will be. And I just want to make a note tonight, I'm wearing my Relentless Defender. We'll put a, uh, a link for them down in the comment section, Relentless Defender. I am definitely wearing my OODA Loops shirt because of this video tonight. So Relentless Defender, the OODA Loops, got to love it. So that's it for tonight. I'm talking about uh, the situational awareness and how we can improve it. We got to understand that there's a real thing and we have to overcome that. The better you overcome this, and you, as a church protector, as a church safety team member, the better you will be in protecting people. You want to provide an atmosphere of comfort, refuge, worship, and learning, and you want to provide a safe and secure worship environment for everybody, then you need to raise your situational awareness, get your face out of these things, and get your eyes up here, paying attention to things. Script, practice and make it habitual out there like my friend Pat McNamara says if you're new here again go ahead and hit that like button down at the bottom hit the share button share this with everybody you love and care about sharing is caring and as always don't forget keep them safe